Ready? Born ready. goodness i can't really hear me can you hear me am i am i heard okay all right all right i'm gonna go with it welcome to another podisode i can hear me yeah welcome to another podisode of uh, the cool and conscious podcast uh brought to you by black owned black run which is the most important part company just eldridge media it is so great to be here thank you all once again for tuning in again week after week after week i love it i love it i absolutely love it um and before i forget before i forget because i always do this but i'm changing my habits okay (laughs) i'm being the change i wish to see and in me doing that I'm going to go ahead and start this episode off with letting you you guys know how I feel. So give me some drum roll, please. Mm. You know, earlier today, I was feeling conscious. And I don't really know why. I just felt like I was just in like a conscious mood. You know how you just or talking to yourself throughout the day. I was just talking to myself in a very conscious way. Um, But I also feel like I feel kind of cool right now, like in this very moment. (laughs) In this very moment, I feel cool. Um, And I'm not really sure why. I just feel easy. I feel like smooth, smooth jazz. Um, that's how, <laughs> that's how I feel, honestly, what? because look all yesterday and hold on. I know this isn't jazz, but I'm saying all yesterday I was listening to like oldies, like Luther Vandross, Marvin Gaye. I was listening to Lenny Kravitz. Like I was just listening to just old school music and it just put me in a feel good mood. <laughs> So I feel like that kind of has rubbed off on me into today. And that's just how I feel. Um, This isn't what I was listening to. (laughs) Were you trying to set the mood of what I listened to? Because this isn't it. I don't know what this is. (laughs) Um, Okay. So. You said Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) What? What's his name? This is Lenny Kravitz. Oh, that ain't ain't who I was listening to. (laughs) Let me try to find it. Lenny, 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 Lord. What's the guy that sing that song? I'm about to find it now. He was like, maybe it wasn't Lenny Kravitz. It maybe wasn't Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Williams, I'm tripping. I'm like, this is not who I was listening to, child. Who is this? So, for clarification, I was listening to Lenny Williams, um, <laughs> not Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> I wish I could have seen my face. I'm looking like, what is this? This is not who I was listening to yesterday. This is not the mood. Um, okay, but I do want to start off, well, secondly start off by saying happy International Women's Month. 
Um, International Women's Day was earlier this week. And yeah, I just want to say happy Women's Month. I don't really, um, I, I genuinely wish it was celebrated more. Um, it's kind of like Valentine's Day. It's like, why are, don't celebrate me on Valentine's Day because I feel like that should be something that we are doing constantly. Um, and I feel like we don't really celebrate women um, like in a grand scheme of things. Yeah, you have different relationships that celebrate women and you have women being like catered to and taken care of. But on a grand scale, no, women absolutely are not taken care of um and it's really just kind of shitty because it's like damn without women who would bless you you know like (laughs) i'm just saying without women who truly would bless you um because most men you guys go to work for the family to take care of the family but you wouldn't have the family without the woman um and yes you you like build the house but like the woman makes the house a home she makes it something you can come home to like if you got the right woman now you know what i'm saying now we talking about something different (laughs) but (laughs) for the women that for the most part have a good head on their shoulders i feel like they should be celebrated and taken care of more than they are like i've been on this just journey of reflection um and I can't think of one person that has like truly like taken care of me. Can't think of one person. Cannot think of one person. You mean like outside of family? No, in inside of family too. You mean like outside of like the basics? No, I mean in general. Like you mean like not currently? Like ever, I said what I said. (laughs) I mean, because somebody did something for you. You're here. I mean, no. Okay, let me rephrase that. Because Keith is like, "What is going on here?" No, I'm saying in a sense that yes, I have had men do things for me, but do them without me having to ask them to do them is a different kind of taking care of. So that's what I mean by that. So yes, I asked if I could be on, um, be a feature, be featured on the radio station, but that wasn't like a, Oh, we see your talent. Like I had to push big Rob still and kill for that opportunity. And yeah, I know that that's kind of what comes with it, but that was also a mutually beneficial relationship. Like the, it, I have not encountered something where it's just like, you know what, Cree, I see you. Let me just make sure you're taken care of. I haven't, I haven't had that. Like, and I feel like so many other women haven't had that. It's been like a, can you do this for me? Or I need this. Or I, at this point, I don't have a choice. I have to ask you because I don't have any other where to turn to, you know, like, so when I say that, that's what I mean. Mm. So should I be offended? 
No, I'm I'm not talking about you, Keith. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about Eldridge. I'm not talking about. I mean, we literally see you. But hey, I'm not talking about you guys. Nathan, I show up every week. Edit, you know what I'm saying? And can can you let me finish? I see the benefit in you. Let me finish. You didn't let me finish. The only reason I say that is because (laughs) I just think that women do that a lot. But what I don't think it's a lot of men. What do you mean? Like I think women just. Because it's not a lot. It's probably one or two brothers and, you know, family, people who are investing in you. Mm-hmm. But the grind, because, you know, we, everybody does. Like, everybody mm-hmm. says they get it out the mud and da-da-da. And it is a hard thing. But. I hate the mud. Yeah. Like, but, who came up with that term? Mm, hate well, it. Well, because if you ever been down there. I mean, yeah, I, you, I absolutely get it. But know? I'm just saying, it's just like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm over it. But I think I feel you what you're saying. Like it should be a, a more reoccurring thing. Yeah. Right. So so in that's why I said let me rephrase it. Um, because as I am doing or as I'm being introduced to people that are showing me that this is something that can be done, it also is causing me to reflect on just how much. I've been missing out on. You get what I'm saying? And it's a constant like um like a mirror. It's literally like when you meet someone that is showing you what you missed out on, you constantly think about, dang, I've been missing out. Like, dang, there are people that can show up for you and you don't have to beg, rob, kill, steal, fight bitch moan you don't have to do that you know like there are people that can just make your life a little bit easier just because they're good people and just because like you said they do see the value in you but for a very long period of time the bad was just outweighing the good you know and I feel like in a lot of women or for a lot of women that is their story like they don't receive the good to the latter the latter end of their life. <laughs> Not saying I'm in the latter years, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> they go through a lot of Michigash first. Were you better say something? What you better say? No. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what you about to say? Please let me know. Please let me know. No, I just, I think it's also a, um, aligning yourself thing too, mm. right? Like, because you, you, you're still relatively young. Like you're nowhere near old age where like some people, they don't get it until they're 35, 45, 55. Mm. You're getting it now. But I also think it comes with like you stepping in your purpose. And then, you know, um, just the over general rule of, you know, messing with those who mess with you. I think sometimes, and I think you said this last time on the last pod, you know, you get caught up in the imagination mm-hmm. of things. So you have this imagination of this person who you want to work with you, you think working with you. Meanwhile, in reality, you're not fostering a relationship or even caring about the person who is begging mm-hmm. to do something for you or work for you or do. Cause like I've seen that and I've been that person before I've been the person like begging to ask somebody, Hey man, let me record your shit. Let me do this for you. Cootie. And, I mean, yeah, just like Cootie. And then <laughs> now years later, they're like, man, should let you do my show or other folks. I used to work. Should could have, would have fuck you. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> 
they was an imagination thinking about the other person that was doing something else, but really didn't. Wasn't doing shit. They wanted something else. Well, they wanted something else out of the deal. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And not being just truly a benefit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think you said the last part, that mm. imagination thing. Yeah. That, you caught up. that imagination is. Damn. Just imagine. <laughs> okay. Step outside of your imagination, right? And then go back into it and just imagine if you put all of that imagination and time and effort into reality. Like, it, you would, because the first part is seeing it. So if you see it, you've literally done the hardest part because a lot of people can't see what they want out of life. They don't understand how to do that. So if you didn't dreamt it up, that's literally, in my opinion, one of the hardest things to do. Now you have a visualization of what it looks like, what it could look like. Now you just got to put some of that energy that you built it in your mind and you got to build it outside of your mind. <laughs> and I know that that sounds extremely hard, but I, I do feel like it is possible. Um, I know not to bring them up because I'm not. It's not that I don't like talking about them, but I just feel like um I don't know how to say this. Um Okay. So I'm just gonna say this and hopefully what I'm trying to say comes out. So earlier this week, um like the Kardashians had this like video thing talking about like how to be successful um and kim is saying like you have to work really really hard you have to like get your ass up out of bed and do the fucking work and courtney's like yeah it's really hard you have to work blah 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 and then a lot of course everyone had something to say and they're just like well you guys really didn't have to work that hard like i mean what are we really talking about here (laughs) because like what what exactly you know what work have you had to really do um, and I, I definitely understood where a lot of the like opposition comments were coming from. Um, I just feel like it was the right message, wrong messenger. <laughs> I definitely feel like that. Um, and this is why I was saying I don't really like talking about them because it's, it's always just a contradiction when you think about that particular family, because it's like, they're literally like the first family of like the country, right? Like that's like the first family, the first, like, like the Queen Elizabeth and them over there, how you got the, the, the family, that's them over here, like in my eyes. So I don't really see the, how we were talking about the mud earlier. I don't really see the mud. <laughs> like, and I feel like when you have this, or you built this industry off of like beauty and standing in your truth and being yourself and being confident. It's, it's underlined with false pretenses. And so that's kind of where it's like, okay, I don't really want to use them as an example because who can identify with them? I don't know anybody that can identify with the Kardashians. I mean, do you? 
I don't even know like guys. Me, I don't. I don't know not one person that can. Yeah, I mean, as a as a dude, no. Um, but you know, you can you can take something from everything. You know, you could chew up the meat, spit out the bones, whatever. <laughs> so like, I do that with them too. You know, because mm. and because I stopped doing that with quote unquote rich people as far as saying, oh, you didn't get out the mud or you didn't, because everybody has a story, mm-hmm. like and you know. Who knows how dramatic it could be for your dad to become a woman, right? You see, out of all of them, some of them, they're in it, but they really don't deal with it. Like mm-hmm. the one that's like just a model who ain't got no work done, right? She's like, Child, she, I ain't doing what y'all My name doing. is Bennett and I ain't in it. You know what I'm saying? So I take a lot of stuff from that. And, you know, who who can take away from Chris Jenner being the type of person that spent a sex tape into everything they've done mm. you know a billion saying? dollars a I'm, billion dollar empire honestly she should have been with one talking no, not the daughter it's like, like we like, want to hear from chris yeah, because nah, she's the one that got it done <laughs> that's what I, that's what i take from it. yeah you know what i'm saying like i listen to chris every day yeah. what you got to say because you went from being a flight attendant to flight attendant to, that bitch uh your husband worked on the oj trial that was their Claim to fame, right? And then from then they were kind of quiet, and then boom, Ray J and Kim have a little something, and they turned that into everything that, and you know, the controversy, everything that comes with it. But overall, she should have been the one that's talking. Not she should have been. She should always be the one that's talking. Like <laughs> she should always be the one that's talking. Now, going back to Women's Month. Just because I don't know if this is disrespect or I don't really know what it is. I don't know how I feel about it. So, Keith, I'm really going to need your help with this one just because I don't know how to take it because a man said it. Um, So. A rapper named Lil Durk, I don't know if y'all know who that is, but he's a rapper. He like does an interview and he's saying like the reason why he proposed to his now fiance is because she had a low body count. Well, he said, like, that's the main reason. Obviously, there's other reasons, but that was, like, the main reason. Reason enough for him to go and say it in an interview. So that's a pretty big reason. Because, you know, when you go do interviews, you're not just giving all the juicy stuff. You know, you sprinkling it a little here and there. But I feel like that was, like, a big something-something to say versus saying her personality and all that other stuff. So now, of course, women are in an uproar and they're like, oh, my gosh, you have fucked so many bitches. How dare you talk about body count? You got seven kids, four, five baby mamas, blah, 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 blah. And the men are like, no, like, that's that's facts. That's facts. That's facts. And I'm like, well, what what is the tea? Like, <laughs> what? why is that a thing? Like. I mean. Well, it's it's two schools of thought, right? Um, no pun intended. That's what I say. What did you just say? Two schools of thought, mm. um, but no pun intended. Okay. That, you know, there's a sense of, oh, let's just describe a woman, right? When I've heard a woman's special virginity and everything that comes along with sex, they describe it as a flower. They describe it as each person that's with you gets to pluck at this flower. Mm -hmm. And eventually, if everybody's plucking from this flower, if you've ever plucked the flower, you're left with nothing. Mm -hmm. right? So in a sense, it's kind of like the same concept. Like, 
you know, body count kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, self-esteem in a sense as well. Right. Because body count doesn't matter as much as people think, because I mean, Jocelyn is out here wifed up, right? Like mm-hmm. you see Sukiana, like there, there are women out here. Jada and Will are still together, right? So there's things. Hey, 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 hey. Body counts don't matter. It's not it's not the body count per se. It's what it represents. And it's a self-esteem thing. So yeah, if she has a high body count, Kanye still got with Kim, right? And some of her stuff was public as far as body count. So the body count thing kind of goes hand in hand with self-esteem, also hand in hand with you know, exclusivity, right? Who, who can say that they've been with my girl? Who can say like, you know, there, there are intimate moments that you share with people. And sometimes you don't want to have too many people experience that as well. And we're just talking about on one side, is there a double standard? Yes, but that's society. I I don't like, listen, I don't like that. Like everything comes with a double standard. There's women, there's men, there's black, there's white, there's rich, there's poor. Oh, why? If I'm poor, it costs me more to live. But if I'm rich, I can fuck around and get free shit from even richer stores. I never understood that. It's like, you <laughs> have the money to buy him. How are you getting it for free? Exactly. So the double standard <laughs> is there. It, and it's also because of the apparatus, right? Men have to enter women. You know what I'm saying? In a sense. So, I mean, do you want to do you want to leave your door open to the house and anybody can come in here? You know what I'm saying? Or do you want this to be an exclusive spot? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like that's the same from women though. Nobody wants to fuck us or fucks a lot that has fucked on every damn thing. You walk in the room and it's like, damn. You're right. But some women also definitely want that. What? What you mean? What? There are some women who don't want, there are some women who hear about you and they want to know about you. That's a true thing. You you hang around, don't. Honestly, I I didn't know that, Keith. So I just did it. Your girls, y'all don't talk about dudes. Y'all have never talked about sex, and nobody's ever said, "Man, this nigga here just did X, Y, and Z." And describe. I'm not saying that you wanted to go experience it yourself, but they've been describing it. Anybody out that crew can hear all that and say, "Hmm, wonder what that's like." Hmm. I would hope none of my friends did that. I you would some, hope. You have some good friends because I'm pretty sure some of these people listen to this podcast have some conniving ass friends. And it go the same way for guys too. You know, guy can come around bragging and saying that that do and dingers be like, man, I want to see what that's like. You know, wow. back to the men's side of things. Yeah, a woman doesn't have to be with a guy with all of that. But it's known up front. Like when a dude has baby mothers, it's known up front. Oh, he has one, two, three, four, five, six baby mamas. Cool. Number seven, number eight. There's somebody willing to sign. Nick Cannon has 10. Like Nick Cannon got 10 kids? No. <laughs> I think he has like eight, though. He I'm like, like Nick Cannon does not have eight like kids. Eight. But I'm just saying there's people who are willing to sign up for that. It's just two, it's it's just a double standard and two different things of that. You know, because what let me ask you this, right? What does a body count really represent for as a woman? Because mm. women even lie about body. Y'all, y'all forget niggas. 
I have homegirls. <laughs> <laughs> I have homegirls. I know they fucking the nigga. And they be like, I ain't fucking. They be like, so I, 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 oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, that wasn't that good. Like, so with body, and that's the other thing too. A body count on a woman. That's what I'm saying. When a guy, says I feel that, like it is extremely subjective, though. Just because, <laughs> listen, I'm just saying. Now listen, we're talking about numbers. Yes, that's and then, not subjective. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because, like your friend said. Like Maggie said, if we if I didn't come, it don't count. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, and this is me being conscious. Okay, I'm being conscious in the different difference between sex for women and sex for men. A lot of women fake it. A lot of women just do it just to see what it would be like. A lot of women like. Let me see. They do it because they feel pressured. Like there's a lot of things that that men don't even think about when it comes to sex. So yeah, sometimes that body count is altered because it could have been an uncomfortable situation. It could it it might not have been mutual. It might had a it might have been pressured or forced upon, or it might have just been awful as fuck. And the nigga came in one second. So it's like, does that count? But it's also to what I just said, though, that's why I say your body count kind of represents your self-esteem because, you know, are you the type of girl that gets put in that situation? And, and don't get me wrong. I know exactly what you mean. I got homegirls. So I know exactly what you mean as far as I didn't really want to fuck this nigga, but I did fuck this nigga. You know, I don't feel like that has anything to do with self-esteem, though. Uh some women are in that situation. And no, you know how to tell no, a nigga to yeah. get the fuck up off me, and they they get. <clears throat> There's some women who always bring their money, always drive their car, so they're never in that situation. No, and I absolutely agree because I'm one of those women. I'm driving my own car. I don't, I don't so, want it so to boom. be so something separ- that. But that separates you from the rest, right? But so, that doesn't mean I haven't been in a situation where I I immensely felt pressured. No, no, that doesn't mean that, but it means that you have a certain sense of mentality to say I'm going to have my own and drive my own. There are some women who don't do that at all and don't even care to do that. So boom, that separates you. It men and women have different things that separate us, right? Y'all look at a dude and y'all can say either he's handsome or he's not, either he's rich or he's broke. Same thing. A dude look at a woman and say, hmm, maybe she's been in a lot of these situations or she hasn't. Maybe she's been with a lot of people, but she's confident in what she's done. And she's been, she's never been pressured. It's always been the date that she wanted to get. Mm-hmm. That's a different thing. You get it? So when you start having a conversation about a body count, that's why it kind of goes a little hand in hand with the self-esteem because it's like, you know, how many of those situations have you put yourself in? Or I, I had a homegrown college, man. I never forget because I was a counselor. She was a freshman, and by the end of her freshman year, I started hearing about it. Damn. Like, like, just hearing about it. I'm like, Shawty, look, um, what's going on? Because you're up to like five right now, right? <laughs> and she told me the truth. She said, well, Keith, I thought they all liked me. They all, like, the first time it happened, it was taking you out, going a couple of dates. By the end of the week, you know, you're in college, you kind of new, so you don't know. But hey, I like you. Let's take it to the next level. Boom. He hit, he's gone. Okay. That's one. Second time it happened. Damn. The third time it happened, you're like, okay, you ain't gonna get me this time. <clears throat> Honestly, the first that happened to me once. I was never the same. You couldn't, I mean, I went on like a a celibacy for two years. 
I could believe. Because After that sometimes. happened to me, I was, I didn't want anybody to touch me. I didn't want anybody to look at me. I didn't want anybody, like, I thought I was losing my mind because I could not believe I had got played like that. Yeah, because niggas were shit. <laughs> like, and, 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 but see, all that, all, <clears throat> but see how the, all of that goes into body count though, right? Because after that happens, people see how you respond or they see what's going on or you barbecue a meal, dude, because you had that experience and you were like, uh-uh. Never I'm again. Too, I'm too precious for this. I'm Never. This out. When I say two years, I didn't go on a date. I didn't let nobody look at me, touch me, like nothing. I, I do not that. want to be... I I am closed for maintenance because I am tripping right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, with the other way, like, oh, girl did and got to the point after five, she was like, well, fuck it. These niggas is gonna lie. So, let me whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck. And by the end of the year, she got, she started having the reputation. But and- I feel like that could be, I'm playing devil's advocate, but I feel like, could that not be confidence? Because at that point, I felt really insecure. No, no, no. That, and that's why I say it's a difference between a woman who goes and gets the dick versus who. Oh, okay. So okay. Okay. Of, oh, all you had to do is talk to her for like three or four days. She's going to let you. Once you start getting that kind of reputation and then you don't have enough confidence in yourself to even realize these guys ain't liking you. Yeah. This, this shit is only temporary and you don't have to exchange that for this. Yeah. You don't have to exchange. If you want to, that's different. But when you feel like you have to, you have no choice and you're, you know, feeding from that, then it's like, damn, now you have the reputation. And then come the second year, now you don't even want to come back to school because you got a label. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And now Child, they, and I now loved going dudes, to school because I was like, shoot. Mm, but now I don't, don't. do want to talk to you because now it's like, well, damn, how did, Shardy, how did this freshman girl get about 20 bodies? Oh, my that's gosh. Cool. That's not cool. All at school, I couldn't imagine. I did not talk to one person at school. But you also went local, so. What you mean local? Didn't you go to Georgia State? Yeah, I yeah. did go to Georgia State, so but local. I'm saying they, they I didn't. Local. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> I didn't like know a lot of the guys there. But see, that's the only drawback of Georgia State to me. What when people from Atlanta go to Georgia State? You don't get the camp. You don't get the forced, yeah. Like like. I, I was I was forced to Yeah, no, I was an introvert at school. Like I was that extroverted introvert. Like because I just felt like I went to high school down the street, now I'm at college, like I kind of don't want to be here. Like <laughs> yeah, y'all are super excited to be downtown. I'm like past all this shit. Yeah, like I, I hate going to Georgia State. All the kids, <laughs> all the kids there seem like they're just uh, like metro school. But yeah. Like any other campus, it's like Oh, we got an event on campus. Shut down everything. Right. It's like everybody's super bougie. Everybody's super like, this is who I am. And it's like, don't nobody give a fuck. You still look crazy. (laughs) But I mean, that body count thing. But ultimately, if you want advice from a guy, this is what I would tell my daughter. If you have respect for yourself in your house, a man will too. And they won't care how many visitors came over. If you know how to keep the house tidy, it looked like nobody came over. (laughs) (laughs) Because ultimately, once you get past the bullshit of the school and the college, because that's a most of the time guys know that their women reflects them and they don't want to be. So there's probably dudes who probably love my little homegirl from freshman year because I knew it was one dude who did. But the only reason he didn't want to hold her hand and life her and all this because he knew she had that stigma on her. 
Mm. Right? But after college, who who gives a who knows? Who yeah. gives a fuck? That's like, what I say. I feel like after 25, your like your your sex um count. I'm not saying it should start over. But I'm saying like y'all start that shit off. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it should start over, but I am saying like after 25, uh, some of that can be forgiven. Like yeah. for both for guys and girls, because you got to think you for some people, they started fucking at 13. Yeah. So from 13 to 25, I don't know what the fuck you've been doing like. Yeah. Some of that can be, obviously, some of that you had no idea what you was doing mm -hmm. and you was just learning. So are we going to count the learning experiences? Because you technically have to learn. So it's like, okay, we can kind of discount some of them. Then you're going to have that, those, that just dumb shit that you just did. So we can discount some of that. But at a point when you start getting into the groove and you actually know what you're doing, I feel like that's when those can count. Yeah, and I also feel like we're in a society where you can find exactly what you want. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with a guy who says, hey, I want a girl with a low body count and vice versa. Hey, I want a girl saying I want a guy with a low body count. But I also think what you know, uh, Little Dirt was talking about was industry body count. Because mm. a lot of those guys, I mean, they all talk to the same girl a lot of times. So, yeah. You know, you don't want to look and be like, man, this rapper done been with her, this rapper, that rapper. So I also think he means... That, mm. that lower body count yeah. cause I always thought that shit was weird like why do all you niggas sleep with the same girl like I don't get it yeah you get what I'm saying but I think he meant that too but ultimately as long as a woman has respect for herself that body count shit don't matter it only matters if you're known to be a mark a target like she's gonna fuck and it's just fuck and you're not getting nothing out of the deal see that's you know it's it also goes back to that damn she do a lot of fucking but her lights be getting cut off she got down mm. rag raggedy and shit like so these niggas yeah. is just fucking on you, they not they, fucking with you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm. There needs to be a class that that teaches women how to get fucked with. Excuse me, because a lot of women don't know they'll get fucked on and then just have gotten fucked on. Like they get nothing out of the deal, and I know that there's gonna be that one person that's like, "Cree, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that." But yes, I did because it is an exchange, and. If the women ain't coming, she need to be getting something. Like I'm just saying, yeah, like because a man is gonna nine times out a of man 10, is gonna get his. Yeah, like, nine times out of ten, it's always some one time where it's like, man, this shit ain't hitting on nothing. Like but a man is going 10, to get going his to. like every single time. Like he he just is. But for a woman, someone like me, I need to be mentally stimulate like we need to have conducive conversations yeah we know you're thinking about slaves and right like and i'm like i'm thinking i i need someone that can literally calm my mind like and like relax me because my mind it just does what it wants to do at times it shouldn't like you know it's like why are you thinking about that right now like Creek, come on and it's like i'm trying not to think but it's just you know so for some women, they need to learn, okay, how to either get what you want or ask for what you want beforehand or just write it out and have him sign it. Like, there needs to be something. It's, it's simple and plain. You know, men say exactly what it is. It's that imagination shit. Yeah. It takes y'all somewhere else. It's that, oh, well, maybe he didn't mean it like that. It takes y'all somewhere else. It's the smile sometimes. 
that throws you off. Like a nigga smiling, but <laughs> you know I got hoes. Come on. And you think he's joking, but he just told you he got hoes. So what you, you know, and and that's why I would tell my daughter, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, if he said it, he means it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then go from there. And then you didn't even realize, oh, was he fucking with me? Because I know I used to be forced, very forthcoming. Hey, I ain't looking for no girlfriend. I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z. So after I say that and then you fuck with me, I now know, oh, you don't care. But there's also some girls who was like, nigga, how that mean when you on some serious shit? And let's just be cool, but I ain't fucking with you till you're serious. Oh, damn, really? Let me get serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's really how it goes. Plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? You saying it's plain and simple. It's not plain and simple, Keith. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's why there needs to be a class. I think even in school, there needs to be like a true sex education class because that bullshit that they teach, I don't remember anything from my health class. Well, it's because people don't want to really say it. It's, it's a transactional thing, but it's what you said earlier. Who's fucking with you? You got a nigga who every day is checking on you and doing this for you and doing that for you and do. Meanwhile, it's another and it, it had memes about it. The nigga I want. What the fuck you doing, bitch? The nigga that I don't want. Hey, good morning. You're beautiful. You're so amazing. I, I hope you have an amazing day today. Do you want lunch? And it's like. Exactly. No, I don't want. No, lunch. I don't I want, want it from you. Want, yeah, I want the nigga who don't give a fuck about me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you then you end up saying like, man, I've never dealt with a nigga who fucked with me. It probably was a nigga who was fucking with you, but, you know, it don't. And then it's a cycle. Uh, shout out brother Jahai with uh, Why Black Man Why podcast coming soon but woo woo. He, uh, brother Jahad was saying in the problem with young people now we damage each other too much mm-hmm. so we damage each other in our 20s come back in our 30s and expect a whole human being and then get mad when y'all can't really work it out because you have been fucked on because I've been fucking on or I've been dismissed this whole time as a good dude now I'm like you know what let me be like these other niggas say fuck these women and now we met each other and now we dysfunctional. And now now it still don't work. But that goes back to the class. That goes yeah. I used to do a thing in college, and I still do when I go to the gym. But <laughs> I, when I was in college, I was going to the gym twice a day, morning, nighttime. Like you that I was that instead of chilling, hanging out, I was either at work or at the gym or the dining hall. One of the three. <laughs> Gotta refuel. Right. So I this girl one time she would come and work out with me. She's like, Kree, how come you never go to the weight room? And I was like, well, because I got to make sure that I'm good. Like, I got to make sure I can carry my own weight before I start adding weight to my plate. Like, I don't want to go to the weight room and just do it just because that's where everybody's at. So every day I would literally go up and just work out on the track, just doing push-ups or doing crunches, like doing the basics just to make sure that I could hold myself up. And I feel like nowadays, we don't do that. Well, people my age anyway. We don't focus on ourselves enough and make sure we can hold ourselves up. Make sure that we can sustain and be independent versus being dependent. Like, we just don't do it. I feel like we don't know how to do it. Like, Yeah. And, yeah, you said something in that, too. Because there's also that gap, right, where... You're getting out of school and 
some and I, and I don't know if it's a society thing. I don't know if it's a conspiracy and they're trying to separate the black man and black woman. But for some reason, like the opportunities automatically jump for the black woman when they first get out of school and all that. Not necessarily the black man. So now you have this income disparity, mm-hmm. right? But then it all becomes like a false thing because women don't get paid nearly as much as men. <laughs> and black women really don't either. So then right. now you kind of catch back up at 30, around 30 for a lot of black men. And you're meeting your counterpart. But see, what happened from 20 to 30 was a lot of niggas ain't shit. This nigga broke. Right. I fuck with this nigga. Or it's the other side of, you know, broke niggas don't deserve no pussy. Well, right. a real nigga understands that. So he's grinding. He's trying to get it up. And he's letting women know as everybody likes to date. Everybody likes to still have a good time. But he's letting women know, hey, and you probably encounter some of these brothers. Hey, you real cool, Kree. I fuck with you, but me, I'm not right. I'm not where I need to be. I just probably need a one. Two. Honestly, I've had that happen so many times. Because because like I said, you're in your I've had the third. When I say I've had that happen so many times and it's been like I don't should I date older men or younger men? I personally rather date someone around my age. Mm-hmm. But I also know how uncomfortable that may be for that particular guy because I've seen it on their face. And I've tried to be like, no, like, it's okay. Like, I'm I'm not that girl. I get it. I look like that girl. I absolutely get what the outside is projecting. But the inside of me knows what it's like. Mm -hmm. So, so like, don't take that away from me, but they take it away from me every time. And it's like, no, I can't do this. Like, I I can't do this. Because it's the man in him. It's the man in him that still wants to, because, right, I do see all this, right? All this means I got to come to the play with something. <laughs> I need to provide. I need to take care of. So then that's why. And then women like you will look down and be like, well, damn, all these dusty ass bitches getting these niggas. Damn, they really not. These niggas just don't have enough self-esteem to fuck with you. Like, I'm dusties. just like, damn. Yeah, these dusty <laughs> bitches. And then I fuck around and get pregnant and then there's a whole nother thing. A whole like, nother thing. These dust bunnies. It's like, I don't get it. Do, that's, you're right. There needs to be some type of education or like Brother Jahai said, back in those days, the reason why those relationships work because you were forced, right? A woman couldn't even get a house without a man, right? Mm-hmm. A man didn't even know how to fucking... You might have knew how to cook something. You knew how to, but <laughs> like y'all had to work together to work because together. she only knew how to do this. You only know how to do that and y'all had to come together. Now, she can do whatever she want. He can do whatever he want. <laughs> and there's this ego... In this, there's this ego thing going on between us as black men and black women. And it doesn't start shaking off until, like I said, because you're in your 20s, you're running into all the bullshit because we're, we're damaging each other. But in our 20s, we got to learn how to, and Miss Paulette talks about this, young women don't have no game. Young yeah. women don't know how to caress a man's ego and not, ne- you don't got to give a nigga no pussy, truthfully. You just got to affirm the fuck out of him, make him feel like the man, and he'll start providing. Now, eventually, he's going to want some pussy. That's what a man does. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't have no game. I have, even my mom be like, Cree, you suck. I didn't teach Damn. you. You have no game. And I'm like, where would I have learned it from? I don't know. Like, because I think it's that, and there's a part of y'all who also feel like, I ain't going to pick up this nigga. Right. Like, I'm just like, for what? Damn. Nigga, like, oh my God, but, I got to do that. I don't want to do that. Like, but, but do you not, but, and this is what I tell women, but do y'all not understand when you first meet these brothers, 
there's no program. We st- we're still under basic programming. You see a beautiful woman. What we want to do? Provide. What you want? What can we get you? And if we can't do it, we're like, you know what? Let me not fuck with you right now. I'll be right back. Let me. But on that journey back in the day, your mama them that generation used to be like, you know what, boy? I see you getting it. You know, affirming them. And I mean, we have a whole episode about uh, Elder's mom talking about how it took Elder's dad seven years. Well, 10 years and seven days to build a house that he was like, this is the dream house had to model up and, and any other woman would have left at the year one or two. <laughs> like, nigga, I do not believe in this, shit. but she stayed affirming them. Boom, boom, boom. And turned over that whole land that they own and made a house. And it used to be an old gas station. They pulled up. I mean, a 10 year process, but the seven days was, it took 10 years for like the money to come in, but just seven days for it to happen. Wow. But we don't do that. Yeah, when, are you willing to give a nigga five years of your twenties when Beyonce say don't do that? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I love Beyonce, but I do understand that she's a person. Um, I feel like for the right person, because there was a person that <laughs> oh could have like I didn't see life without that person. Damn. Like it didn't matter. Like, oh, this is this is what's what you doing. That's what we doing. Like it was. So I feel like women will do that for the right person. Um, You're right. It just it has to be the right person. Like women don't have a problem submitting. Women don't have a problem encouraging. Women want to do that because like it comes natural. Like that's our like thing. Men, y'all want to dominate women. We want to submit, but we also want to do it for the right person. Like we want to walk into a room on the arm of somebody that we know has our back. Not that we know is fucking around and we just doing this for kicks and giggles. No, we want to sneak out to the bathroom and you know what I'm saying? And come back and have fun. Like we want, we, we genuinely want that. But like I said, it has to be for the right person. And that brings you right back around to that body count conversation. Why? Because every man knows that for the right nigga, she will, right? So then if you hear a body count or if you you, you just hear a story, <laughs> I remember that time Cream such and such got caught fucking in the bathroom. <laughs> Hold on, what? We ain't never fucking. You know what I'm <laughs> like, you know, that that also goes into some of that too. So that like I said, it all flows into an insecurity mm-hmm. type of thing. But I think that's our problem right now. We're very insecure in our 20s and we're trying to find it in each other and we're either not finding it and being disappointed or we're narcissists and we're taking it from them like mm. you know what i'm saying i'm gonna affirm myself by fucking every girl that i fucking meet whether i'm gonna be serious or not because i know i don't have shit going on you know versus being secure and saying man i know i met this show with this tesla but she just got it because she <laughs> she's dedicated to something maybe i can learn from that you know what I'm saying? It's I another thing I tell my daughter, look for a man that allows you to teach her. Mm. If that man says, you know what, you taught me something. Cause a lot of time niggas don't They don't like you to teach. This one guy literally like said, I don't know what. It's just crazy because I feel like I, I manifest and I don't get what I manifest. So either it's because I am not resembling it. Or it's because I'm just not in the right situations, but... Well, are you anti-war or are you pro-peace? 
What? That's the same shit. No, it's not. If anti-war, had, but pro-peace. If you had to choose, which one would you hold up? An anti-war sign or a pro-peace sign? A pro-peace sign. That's how you gotta look at what you're manifesting. Because you say anti-war is the same as pro-peace, but manifestation don't see that. All they see is war. So you get war. So when you hold up pro-peace, you're really getting what you want. So I need to start manifesting pro-peace? Yeah. But I haven't been manifesting war, though. Maybe not. I don't know how you've been saying it. Maybe you've have. Maybe you been saying, you know what, I don't want any war versus saying I want more peace. Oh, okay. I get it. Because I'm like, I haven't been, but that makes sense. Because I'm like, some of the shit that comes out of these guys' mouth to me, I'd literally be looking like, there's no way you thought that and then said it out loud. To me, not saying that I'm like this God, but I am a goddess. Like, how dare you say that to me? Like, of all people, to me, I'm not a dust bunny. Like, do not treat me as such, you know? Like, <laughs> so it's just like I need to start manifesting more peace versus anti-war i i love that because i do feel like now that you put that into perspective i could be just manifesting anti-war because ain't nobody bringing me no peace nobody aside from you and eldridge yes thank you thank you <laughs> i just uh i just wonder what happens the day that you meet a dude and what he gonna say about like me and eldridge who would <laughs> Honestly, I do. I think about that a lot. Whoever I do end up with, he is going to have to not meet women. He's going to have to meet men. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all I've ever worked with. Like. Yeah, but real niggas don't real niggas. I mean, you know, my, my girl don't trip. I mean, damn near everybody on the network is <laughs> women. Yeah. And she listens to all the shows. So it's yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be the right situation. I think you're manifesting it. You're moving through your 20s. And unfortunately, because of society, everything's moved up. Like back in our parents' day. I mean, hell, look, think about your parents. I know my dad was married by the time he was 23, 24. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like They was married at 15, 16. It's like, you know damn. So like, now, yeah, think about it. We're not going to get married until 30-something because we make a little bit more money. We live a little bit longer. The economy is a little bit different, you know, so yeah. give yourself breathing room, you know, and the only thing that fucks us up is that biological clock. When some people feel like they need to have the kids or mm-hmm. they don't want to be, you know, I, I understand that a little bit because a part of me is very happy. I had my kids in my twenties, but my son now is different, but I definitely feel older. Yeah. Like I used to, I knew how I felt. <laughs> like <laughs> I feel like a young dad. Now I feel like it's just a, a dad. A dad. You so know I'm like, all right, I'm a dad. Yeah, back in the gym and shit. <laughs> but like, that's the only thing that throws people off. But if you can get past that and understand that these 20s is a building stage, and I tell every young man, bro, stay broke in your 20s. Don't let these, because there's the other side of it, right? There is a war going on. There's good guys, there's good girls, but there's also bad girls and bad guys, right? And these bad girls are out here telling these good guys, you're broke. They're you making it shit. so hard. Like, and vice versa. When I say they're making it so hard, because you get a bad girl and she traumatizes the good guy, then she traumatizes the bad guy. 
So then the bad guy comes to the good girl and traumatizes the good girl so much so that then when the good guy comes, not only is he traumatized and the good girl is now traumatized, their traumas together, they can't even work through it because they've both been traumatized and they no longer trust themselves enough to be with somebody else. And it all stems from that one bad person. Like, fuck. And then don't let that bad person trauma bond. With a good person. Like that's a whole nother pod. A whole like it's it's just like it and this goes back to what I was saying earlier about working on yourself first. Like when I say I was the most selfishest 21, 22, 23, 24 year old, I'm just not coming out of that selfishness because those five years, I was like, I'm doing what I want to do. Like, I'm building my career. I'm building a name for myself. I'm being who I want to be. You're not about to tie me down because you're not worth it. I'm not choosing you over me. Like, I was that person. Like, and I'm working on me. I want to be the best version of myself. And now I'm like, I probably shouldn't have been that selfish because, whoo, I need to, like, I don't really know how to, like, I don't have no game. Like, I'm like, I don't know how to, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how to do that. So now I'm learning how to do it. But I also see people who didn't choose themselves and they're going into that 27, 28 year old and they don't even know who they are anymore because they've been with this person since high school. They didn't have kids. Now they're a mom, they're a wife. They ain't never had a job for real. They don't know how, they don't know how to believe in themselves because they've only had themselves to fall on. So it's like, I don't know which one is worse trying to figure out who you are when you're 28 or trying to figure out how to bond with other people when you're 28. Like, <laughs> I, I think the first one is first, is worse. It's yeah. nothing worse than getting older and meeting, a, meeting somebody around 28, 29, 30, and then trying to figure out who the fuck they are. And you're like, hold on, what you been doing this whole time? Yeah. Like, we're about to hit the next <laughs> stage. What you been doing? Oh, you, you was tied down or oh. I always just tell people, man, just develop real good friendships. Like my girl now, yeah. I think I've known her for 15 years, but like we've been friends for a long, I mean, she's been through a lot of shit. I've been through a lot of shit, but we got to stay in true, genuine friends. You got to not fucking friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to be true friends that like, damn, you're cool. I don't mind hanging out. I yeah. Because you know, you ever been in a relationship where you see other relationships and they cool, but don't even like each other. Like, like damn, y'all don't, <laughs> Yes. Or is that that one brother who we married and they they never want to go home? Like, Like ever. It's 10 o'clock. How do you never want to go home to your wife? Like, and she don't want you to come home either. Like, y'all are good. Like, they don't like each other. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) find somebody you like, develop a friendship. If they're your friend for real, they're going to fuck with you. Yeah. And then you know who to fuck with because they'll stay through thick and thin. There's so much technology now. There's no reason to not. Be able to be a friend. Yeah. Who, you know <laughs> I can friend you on Facebook. I can f- subscribe, like, comment. <laughs> and then understand what it is. Understand what phases are. Understand what, you know, you might have a, you, y'all might be friends and they might tell you, I'm dating such and such now. Oh, okay, cool. Be a friend through it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because if y'all are genuine friends, you're genuine friends and there's no way that can really work anyways, right? Because there's no, you know, you just, right. you got to have faith in you, right? And faith in what you're doing. Stay positive. Yeah. Stay positive. I I I like that, but it always just sounds easier said than done. 
Every time. Every like, <laughs> it's like yes, that sounds like the blueprint, but. When that that imagination kick in, I'm telling you, you just <laughs> and therapy. Therapy is key. Recommended for yourself and your friend. Yeah. Or whoever your potential partner is. Recommend, hey brother, you ever had therapy? No, shut up. I ain't never no Yeah. Therapy. Hey, you got a job? Yeah, show me I got a job. You know your job give you free therapy. You know, there's a therapy. Honestly, I feel like that's a that's a winner. If you're with somebody and they suggest you go to therapy, that means they really care about you. Yeah, folks used to think that they're trying to play you when they say that. Like, like oh, you trying to say I'm crazy? Nah, I'm trying to say. No, because they see something that you can't see. They they see, they feel something. I think. They have going, a language too. <clears throat> going back to what I was saying earlier, just about for the right person, there was a guy I could sense that he just, he was here, but he wasn't here. I could sense it and I don't know how I could sense it, but I could sense it and it would kill me because I'm like, I know you don't want to talk to me about it because you don't even want to talk about it. Like, And I can sense all of that. And I don't know what that's called when you can just feel someone's pain, but they're, you never hear the pain. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Empath. Like, call them. yeah. I feel like that's when I first realized, like, okay, I I do have, I'm very empathetic. Like, I got got it because I just never felt like that. So I don't, either way, I end up saying, hey, I think you should go to therapy. And I would mention it multiple times, and I I don't think that they ever went, but I know for a fact that that's when I realized, like, I truly cared about somebody, whether... We were together or not. I just wanted that person to be okay. And I feel like that's when you really, really know if you can be somebody's friend when you start having conversations like that. You don't have to talk to me about it, but I need for you to go talk to somebody about it. Yeah. I can't remember, man. It was a book. I can't remember who said it, but they were saying, um, or was it, I think Will Smith say this. Somebody said it about relationships, how they were saying like, you know, so many people are like, I'm looking for my better half. I'm not looking for somebody to complete me. And they're like, no, you need to be complete first. Mm-hmm. Find another complete person and create something together. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of times we romanticize and have an imagination about love. And, oh, I just, I'm so lonely. If I had this one person that we can be together and take over the world. Well, are you taking over the world right now? Right. Because if you're not, you're not going to find somebody to take over the world with you. You know what I'm saying? Like They're going to take over you. <laughs> they're gonna take over you if you're not already doing it um but i like that i like that that's not what was on the docket but (laughs) it became good it became good i was about to say i definitely feel like that was needed um just regarding it is women's month and if women as we continue to progress in life if we want to be catered to if we want to be taken care of i feel like we need to start manifesting more peace <laughs> versus more anti-war. Um, and I feel like things will definitely start falling more into place. So, yeah, we manifest the vacations and the brunches and the good paying jobs and whatever else. But I know that a lot of us settle. I know a lot of us are unhappy. I know a lot of us just go with the flow. I know a lot of us keep quiet. I know a lot of us just 
want to be taken care of. So we just jump at the opportunity um, of appearing to be taken care of. And I feel like with this Women's Month, I want you guys to really commit to being conscious in your womanhood, conscious in what it is that you want and stop just imagining what it is that you want. (laughs) Put it, stop feeling what you want and look at the facts. Can this person give you what you want? Can they do what it is that you need? And if they can't, then shit, you kind of don't really need them in your life. (laughs) So look, with this one's month, I want you to choose you. If he's not doing it for you, if he's not making you come, if you're tired of faking it, look, start choosing you. I guarantee you, whatever is meant to come to you is going to come to you because it's already written. No pun intended. (laughs) No pun intended. But whatever's meant for you, it's already written. It's already yours. I think it's time that we start stepping into it. Okay? Great. I love that. This was another great, amazing episode of the Cool and Conscious podcast. Make sure you follow the show at Cool and Conscious. We have not been posting on it, but we're going to start back posting on it. (laughs) So make sure you just follow it. Make sure you also follow me, your host, Questions with Cree. That's Questions with Q-R-I. And of course, follow a Black-owned Black media company that's responsible for this all at Just Eldridge Media. Just Eldridge Media. Um, Thank you guys so much. I love you. um, And I'll see you next week.